So it started out in one, but I guess the way cancer works, like it can spread in other organs. Mm. Um, and it just over time, you know, it, she it it was fine after a while when she got rid of the the one kidney, but you know, it came back and it just went into different parts, you know. So when it came back, did they say it came back more aggressive? It came back more aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the Circle of Success podcast. I'm your host, Stanley K. Harvey. And what we bring to the table is bomb people with amazing conversations that possibly can change your life. And with that being said, I'm in the building with Nikki HG. And we have a special guest in the building today. And she's here to talk to us about how to stay mentally strong and how to stand up through adversity. And her story is about she lost her mom at a young age. And so she took responsibilities for her younger brother even or her brothers, even though she didn't have to do it, I don't think she see it no other way. Um, but with all she been through, if you be around her, you realize she got amazing energy. She always like upbeat, always bringing like smiles to the table. So I'm gonna get past that, and I like to bring to the table. It's me, your girl Tion. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? It's me, your girl Tion. How you doing today? Pretty good. Hold on, we gotta get you on the mic because you okay. back here chilling. Okay. There you go. All right. Okay. You good today? Yep. I'm How good. was your drive over here? Cause we was late and you was the first person. Here. Yeah, I was sitting outside in the sun, but uh, it was it was good. It was cool. No, yeah. Cause you said it was long. freezing in here. I think it's hot now. You can turn the heat. You can yeah. turn the air off. Yes, yeah, getting a little, getting a little warm. But it was cool. Where your little brother? You didn't drop him off already. Then dropped him off. You know, gotta get a break in. So yeah, then dropped him off. How was the barbershop? Do he go to the type of barbershop that um, y'all do appointments? We do appointments. Yeah. yeah. I need to do that because I be in the barbershop like two hours. But it, but sometimes even if you make an appointment, you still... Be stuck in the barbershop. You still, be, you still have to wait. Because I've experienced that too with him. Like you make an appointment a week, two weeks in advance, and then you still have to like sit and wait. And it's like... Damn, what was the appointment for? Like, so that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I thought it was uh, like okay, one thirty, be there at one thirty. You in the chair? So it ain't you get there at one thirty, you in the chair at one thirty. Nah, that's not how it is with Carrie. That's how yeah. Carrie moves. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. usually I thought that was everybody's situation at this point because I know I go, I sit there and still wait forever. But I know a lot of people are like, man, you need to do the appointments. But if the appointments like that, would it make sense? I mean, now I'll wait like. 10 15 minutes, but I'm not finna wait two hours. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too nah, much time I, wasted. I can go in there, I put my headphones on, I just like get looking through my phone and or mm-hmm. watch TV because my guy be popping. It don't, it don't seem like it matter what day it is. Yeah, yeah. What's up, HG? What you know, good? I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> and you still waiting, you waiting on the call. You like, hey man, this about that money. Like, oh, can't focus. I'm chilling. What you had going on today? Uh, I was running around, and then stopped by the restaurant to get something to eat so I can take my. That's why I thought it was me. My um, trying to get down there. Supplements <laughs> for the day. I'm on this. I'm on this new journey. This journey of of, of my supplements and my health. You know, getting myself all good and ready. You know, new me. Healthy, right and tight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why you talking about eat better, cause that's what y'all on it. Better eating right I now. told you about that thing we were doing, me and my girls. Yeah, yeah. So y'all went to the the person already or the uh what did, what what y'all go to? 
So we get a, a a help. You get this kit and you have to like swab mouth genetic testing, like with the uh, blood, prick your finger, get the blood and then the urine sample. And they send it out to the labs and um, all your results come back. And you work with a, what do you call those? Um, the not, they like holistic doctors, but um, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't say not a holistic doctor. It's, it's, they're holistic, but they got a name. But anyway, you work, they work with um, Dr. Nick and then work together and they come up with this plan for us, depending on what comes back on your results and, you put you, I'm on a four month plan. My girl's both on a five month plan yeah. and, um, take these supplements. So I take probably like 20 some supplements a day. Yeah. And that's the clean your system. And that'd be for one month. The first month is all everything about cleaning your gut out, getting all, whether it was heavy metals from, mm-hmm. um, tap waters or shots as a kid and all of these things, getting all that stuff out of your system. And then on and on the next month, it's a, it's a different plan for each month to, attack something you so know. each month does it decrease like with your supplements like right now you're on like 20 something so next month will it be like less or um i have all the supplements but i'm not sure exactly how will they take you many off? will they take you off some over time or i got them all at home i got a box of them but i'm not sure exactly how many for the second month i haven't even looked mm. into that i just stick with my first month plan and it's kind of like we on an advanced me and Nishan is the advanced plan, so it's kind of like no sugar, no gluten, no. Ooh, I want to twist. So no sugar, that's hard. So how? Because everything got sugar in everything it. Everything got sugar in it. So it just so happened we had started this um thing too, and it's an app, and you scan it. You scan whatever in the store, whatever got a barcode, and it tells you like it'll give you 100 out of 100. So mm. some of the things we've been doing that's that's saying natural, like they do with the kids, natural fruit juice, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not real, you know. So the uh, this app is this has nothing to do with him. We just have uh, we got this. So this will tell you like, you know, it's bad. So um, I have to share with the um, the women stuff too that we we Shabai um, discovered that wasn't good. So. Um, and the good thing about it, it give you recommendations to tell you like, yeah, I only get my, um, my, my probiotics from Dr. Nick because the stuff that they sell in the stores, like the women yeah. one a day, it got sugar in it. I it, just was telling Larry the this morning. In it. Yeah. So all this stuff is just like, I was telling Larry this morning, bad, I said, yeah. be careful with your vitamins because, um, it's stuff in there that that's no good. No that's good. no good for you. Yeah. And there's like, so many vitamins. People be taking those, those women, uh, one a day, those one gummies. Days, and yeah. it's not good. It's not good. The yeah. sugar, the diet, all that stuff is yeah. just... So, that's yeah. like that uh, chart Shirai sent, right? With the red mean aggressive, blue mm-hmm. mean what depressed, mm-hmm. and yellow mean or some other color. But have you been feeling the results yet? Uh, it's only been this week. Yeah. Uh, what I'm noticing around at this time of day, I get very sleepy. Yeah. And he said that the because it's clean detoxing you, like it could so many things have you can get very energized, yeah. or you can get very tired. Yeah. Um, through it so um just this time of day i know but i I also like on an intermediate fasting so i don't eat for 16 hours Mm. so my my times that i eat is between 11 and 7 so they said this is beyond him this is what i just found other people were saying too like it's something happened within your body when you don't eat in the morning time anyway Mm -hmm. so when you wait that late 
because they saying something in your body. And that's how people, I guess, that's how people do, uh, can't gain weight too, or something. It slows down something by the time you eat later in the day versus mm. eating in the morning. And I'm like, I'm a breakfast eater. What am I doing? Yeah. I eat in the morning. So, but I've been making <laughs> and I'm like 11 o'clock, yeah. but I'd be like, I'm starving, but then I just get up and get my water in and, um, and it, I try to eat around 11 and so I can get my supplements in. And then, so in my head, I'd be like, 11, 3, 7, 11, 3, 7. So that's the times you eat, 11, 3, and 7. I don't, but yeah, in between 11 and 7, I eat. I could do that because I don't really eat in the morning. I don't really cut too things. much about like breakfast. I could go straight to like noon and then it's like, so I, I eat something. why it's always been said like breakfast is like the most important, important meal. Because it carry you through the day. Like if you eat a big breakfast, it carry you. But not really though, because once I eat, I, I instantly get tired but, but you, you know you know you know my my trainer thought everything they tell us <laughs> it's, not right. it's, it's the yeah, opposite it's, it's the opposite it's the opposite you know so it's like, but it's man. like when you get up you get your day started you don't eat you know breakfast as soon as you get up and then 11 12 o'clock come you're like oh, okay i'm still energized now it's time to eat so you'll be good but yeah i've been i've been, I've been missing breakfast for about Whenever it was that I talked to him, and he wanted me to eat between eleven and seven too. So. Doctor Nick told you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looked good too. He he looked good. Like he did the thing and his results. I'm like, Doctor Nick, you look so good. Like, and I mean everything, Tell not just his, yeah, not just his body built, but which he has lost a lot of weight, but and he's you know fit, but his his just skin and it's just like just look bright. All just. of them though, all of them had got cunning. I'm like, girl, you gonna fade away? You know, all of them had gotten um small and just look good mm-hmm. all of them did the testing or whatever but probably that break of not eating getting that mess out of their system and then all that sugar and everything nah, they don't just eat, coming they don't out of eat that they don't eat that's that probably anyway. why you get tired too through the because like, i don't have yeah, what I'm a wrong. lot of that yeah. sugar and salt at times that it lift you up through the day you don't mm-hmm. notice it you know it's a kick we get that we don't even know when we want it. We just get it, yeah. eat it, and it's so normal now you don't think about and it. And I say you don't think about none of it, especially like being on the schedule because I'm just like, yeah, surely I'm like, oh, bro, I got to get home. It's 5.30. I need to cook me some. I need to cook dinner and have to eat before 7 o'clock, you yeah. know. So, so if, you, if you go past your 7 o'clock time. Like, I haven't yet. Yeah. Uh, so after 7, it's just over. What about like fluids? I could drink water, but the, I don't drink nothing but water now. Oh, yeah. Really, I was pretty much just it. I can't lose no weight. I can't. I can't afford to lose no weight. I told him that. I'm like, bro, I can't afford to lose no weight. I'm cool with my weight. Cutting out a lot of stuff that your body, pro- years of use to. Or I have to, to do what I have to do because I, I, I want to be healthy. I want to be better. Yeah. You know, I, in my book, I feel, I think I'm healthy, but I know that, you know, as the results came back, like, it's things like him. He like, they told me I was healthy, but I knew that something, you know, with that gut, he was like, and he had a lot of heavy metals mm. in his gut. So, but okay, Tion, back to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Like I say, Tion heard, uh, basically just talk her point of view of what she went through after like someone so close passed away and how she moved on and really just kind of took up for her younger brother. So, uh, we can get right into it. If you're ready, you ready? Okay. So the thing is we want to ask, uh, how we ask everybody once they get here to kind of start it off. Where did you grow up at? I grew up, um, South St. Louis in the city, South side, baby. (laughs) She was South South side. I know rep was in the South side. (laughs) No, no. Um, all my life. Yeah. Grew up on the South side in the city. 
Um, went to the same elementary school, same middle school, same high school. So, so I only been to three Gordon, schools. Oh yeah. Yeah, I only been to three Dang, schools. This the first person I ever. <laughs> yeah, my kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's bad when you grew up and well, you went sure to a school. I had another one. Every year of your life. It's a normal compared to somebody say, I went to three schools. What no, we went? We, had to, we went to three schools a year. <laughs> <laughs> three schools a year. It's time we went to school and went to another school in that year. In that school year. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah. So, and that's every year of our life we went to another school. And then two schools and what? Hey. Yeah. So three, that's good though. Three that's school, that yeah. make you stable. You, I'm sure you got a lot that's of stability. Structure. Yeah. That, that's where my structure comes from. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, with with Caleb, like, you yeah, know, yeah. That makes you know, sense. we ain't changing schools. We ain't moving a whole lot. None of that yeah. type of stuff. So, yeah, that's where I get my structure with him from. So, what schools you went to? I went to Sherman Elementary. Sherman. And then I went to Long Middle. Long Lily went to Long, I think. And then Roosevelt. And then Roosevelt. Yeah, Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we had a good time in high school. And then I graduated high school early. Um, yeah. I was going to school from like 8 to 10 in the morning because every year in high school, oh, yeah. I had to go to summer school. So while all my friends was going to school from like 7 to 3 or whatever the time yeah. was, I only had two classes, so I was going from 8 to 10. How you do that? How you graduate early? How do you graduate so early like that? Just taking up as many classes as I can. What you doing, night school? school? Mm-mm, just summer school. So summer school. Whatever the jump. max was at that time to like, you can take so many classes. I was taking all my extra classes in summer school. Like no, no off time. No. So you didn't even have to go to summer school. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. That's what's up. Yeah. Determined. Yeah. Yep. It made that happen. So what grade? Like not what grade? Uh, how old was you when you graduated? Eight, eight, seventeen, eighteen. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm mean, still in the same yeah. age area, so yeah. you still right, it's still the same. Yeah. I graduated. I mean, you know, uh, some people they birthdays be late, then you, yeah. you know, all that, all that stuff. So. Yeah. So I guess that's where you and Lily met, though. Roses. Y- y'all didn't meet in Long. Did Lily go to Long? Mm, no, she didn't go to Long. She, uh, we met in high school, high school, but we worked together at Barnes. We, oh, yeah. me, her, and Nene, we worked together at Barnes, and uh, we all worked in dietary. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 20 year, for over 20 year friendship. How was it growing up on the South Side with your family? How everything was? Oh, it was, it was good. It was easy. Um, we had a lot of structure, but it was a lot of love yeah. involved. Like I knew my parents loved me, even though, okay. you know, they weren't together, but yeah. you know, I knew my mom loved me. I knew my dad loved me. Mm-hmm. Like when I would go to my dad's, it was different from being with my mom, but yeah. you know, it was a good time, but you know, I, it, it was good. I had a good upbringing. Um, so you grew up, you was with your mom. The whole I was time. with my mom, but you know, like going to my dad's on the weekends or whatever. Okay. And then, like my cousins would be able to come over. Like yeah, my mom yeah, used yeah. to be like, "Let Tion come and then her cousins they could they come and he was like, you know, no big deal. Like <laughs> okay. they could come too. So, you know, everybody was invited and you know just a lot of love and. So how was your old dude? Because I don't think you ever talked about him. So like growing up, was he there or? Yeah, he was. Um, and I think like. Middle school, high school, maybe I don't know. He he kind of he went away, you know, for whatever reason. And um, but we stayed in contact. And but before then, yeah, he he played a part. And yeah, yeah, all that. I mean, is I he still around now? He is still around. Okay. Yeah, he's still around. I don't talk to him often, but yeah, you know, when I do, it's it's 
It's all love. Good conversation. Long conversation. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Sometimes you might need them long conversations. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I talk to my old dude off and on. And sometimes the conversation ain't about nothing, but I think as being the child of that person, you don't mind it. Right, right. Yeah. It's just like, okay, cool. I needed right, that. Even though you don't yeah. find nothing out of it sometimes. Like, I just, I think, I think. You're as like, a, all right, Dad, I got to go. I got to get out of here. Yeah, I think sometimes you just need to hear they sound. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an important thing. But. Yeah, I miss Lil Willie T. Nigga, nigga. Sitting on that porch, ain't talking about, talking about they watching. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody watching. I miss my <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, have you been talking to any of your brothers or something after that? Like, lately? <laughs> like no, yeah, I ain't talking to nobody else. Okay, uh, like your mom. How was your mom growing up with you? Like, um, I feel like so. My mom only has one sister. Yeah, and I feel like my my aunt has two boys and a girl, and my mom has two boys and a girl. Oh yeah. So, I'm the second oldest out of, like, all of us, and I really didn't, like, they kind of, like, gave them a hard time. I really didn't give them oh, a yeah. hard time. Yeah, I ain't really, ha- it was, it was, it was cool. Like, I don't, I don't have really any bad memories. Like, it used to be times where they would get in trouble for, like, bad report cards and mm-hmm. stuff, and then we used to have this red belt, and we used to call it a <laughs> knuckle belt. And it had these coins on it. So when they, everybody would get in trouble for like bad grades, but I wouldn't get bad grades. Okay, there so you go. So they used to like take us in the basement and they used to like whoop them. Uh-huh. But they'll take me in the basement, they'd be like, pretend like I'm hitting you. <laughs> but, cause I, I really wasn't. No bad person. No, no bad kid. No, like my, I, I, I can't remember a time I'd ever been spanked or whooped by my dad. And yeah. I just wasn't. I was a good kid. So even with. Like beyond your, you say your sister. I mean your your mom and sister them had basically had the same set of kids, the boys and the girls. So out of everybody, you the only one that was like, okay, I'm not the bad one. I'm the good one. Oh, you had yeah. your times of being bad. I think I had my times of oh, growing up basically. That's growing what that up is. doing stuff that teenagers do. Yeah. But I ain't never really get caught. So. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, you know, I kind of knew how to like maneuver. I knew how to like go to school, do my school work, after school party, have a good time. Yeah. See, they'll go to school, skip school, oh, then yeah. getting phone calls, and then try to come home act like they've been at school yeah. or you know stuff like that. So I always just kind of. Did the right thing. Knew, to what, do knew the, what to do. You, yeah. know, you, you know how to break the rules, but still stay on track. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> how kids are. Yeah. Nah. So with your your mama and your like your brothers, what you got? You got two brothers. How old are they? So my middle brother, he's thirty five, okay. and then Caleb, he'll be fifteen. So your middle brother. So they twenty years. They twenty <laughs> like, years apart. Yeah, like twins. Y'all yeah. about the same age. Yeah. And you and you watch out for him too. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's big though. That's yeah. big in his like in itself. Like taking. Taking responsibility for a grown man. I know you probably don't want to hear that, but that's big. Well, the thing is, like, <clears throat> the 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 boys in, in my immediate family, they're so used to having the women mm. be there and be supportive. Like, my mom, my aunt, even, like, me now, we, they've always worked, ran a household, cooked, clean, whatever. And it was always, like, a safe place for yeah. them. So, you know... 
Because you guys didn't break apart till pretty much y'all all lived in the same house. Y'all all lived together as adults, even until your mama left here. Yeah, my aunt, she moved out when she got married. Well, she she was kind of in and out, but um, she kind of moved out and, like, stayed gone when she got married. Um, but I've always lived with my grandmother and my mom. So My mom, she moved out at one point, like, right before she got sick. It was like two houses down, and she was like, I, I can't take it. And oh, she yeah. made us move all her stuff back, so we was all, like, back together because that's what we were used to, just So it was your together. grandmama and then everybody under her, mm-hmm. or her umbrella. How mm-hmm. many of, how many kids she had? Just my aunt and my mom. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So basically all, so even her kids, so it was. Her kids always been with her, and and all my aunt kids and my mom kids, we've all. Just in always, one big house. On the, south, side. on the south side. On the south side. 4221. Yeah. So many people then came in and out of that house. Like it's just so much love, so many memories. Uh, like yeah. we know all the neighbors. It's man, so, I miss that house. So nobody over there no more? Mm-mm. No, Man. they 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 uh redid the house. It's, oh yeah, somebody else like bought it and moved in it too. Mm-hmm. So y'all don't have no connections of the house. No, I went to go visit our old neighbors maybe a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. and they were telling me it was a single guy he lived over there, and I was like, dang, I wonder if he'll let me like just peek <laughs> in just so I can. Oh, uh, you really loved the house. Oh yeah, yeah. Just left. She just really separated when she moved out. Yeah. Like, I oh, know. so you. Was, yeah, they were still, still living there. You still 30-plus in the house. Yeah. Dang. Uh-huh. Dang. That's what's they up. That's a That's a good bond, though, because like you say, everybody's still together. Everybody enjoy it. And it wasn't a big thing. Mm-mm. I think our family probably wouldn't have made it. We've been like, hey, I got, I'm finna go. I'm gone. I'm, we was out the house at, like, what, 15? Well, you say, what, what's your what's your, sl- your your favorite saying? 17? Was it 17? Yeah. I think I was, if you I left at 17, it. I think I left at 19. So I've been out the house since 19. Yeah, seventeen. I had my own key. Yeah, seven, my nine, own place. Seventeen, nineteen. I was in her house with her with a key <laughs> to, her house, to her house. But uh, okay, now this is the point. This is the sad part. But like, how did y'all find out something was wrong with your mom? Like, so it's so funny. Um, uh, I think it was around like Halloween time or something, and. She she was on her cycle and she had been on for a long time and but be, so I'm gonna backtrack. She, we took she was having these pains and she used to always complain about oh I got gas I got gas and I'm like lady and she was like no nah, it ain't going away you know so we ended up taking her to the emergency room and they did an X ray and was like uh, yeah it look like you got some gas here there you know okay. and X rays really don't show nothing so uh. You know, just go home and take this, take that, take this. Then she ended up coming on her cycle, um, and she been on for a long time. I think like a month or something. And I was like, you know, mom, that's not normal. Like you're not supposed to be on that long, especially when you're used to being on for like two days, two and three days, like a month. Like, so I was like, no, you might need to, you know, go to the hospital, or whatever. So she went and they did all her labs and checked all her levels, and then it came back, you know, that she had. Uh, kidney cancer mm. so you know they was trying to like weigh the, weigh her options weigh out the options and all that so it was uh, basically coming down to we gotta take one of your kidneys so she was like okay you know and yeah that's that's how she found out so was it in one kidney or was it in it was in one and they yeah. and it still didn't 
What it? So it started out in one, but I guess the way cancer works, like it can spread in other organs, um, and it just over time, you know, it, she it it was fine after a while when she got rid of the the one kidney, but you know, it came back and it just went into different parts, you know. So when it came back, did they say it came back more aggressive? It came back more aggressive, yeah. Man, that's sad yeah. to hear. So, I'm trying to figure out how to ask this. Uh, so, how long was, like, the... The how, process? Yeah, the, yeah, basically the process. With her figuring it out and then, like... Until she passed? Yeah. Um. So, she found out... I want to say maybe the end of, I, I guess, like October, November 2015. Um, she had her surgery, her first surgery, um, a couple days before Christmas. And the doctor was like, oh, you know, I'm going out of town on vacation. And I'm like, nah, we need to make some shake, like, right right now. Yeah. Like, if you going out of town... In four days, and she here at the hospital. Like you need to be scheduling something like right now. Like mm-hmm. so, we got that out the way, and she had a surgery in December, and that probably was like the next year. It was like 2016. She went through her whole healing, you yeah, know, yeah. stage for some months, and then just over time, you know, it just came back 2016, and she. Passed oh, so away. that really went that far apart. Like it didn't get that. 17, 18. Mm-mm. So that kind of caught y'all off guard then. It caught us off guard when it came back. And yeah. It was more aggressive. So all of 2016, like, you know, we went, one point we went through the healing stage. And then the next part, you know, with it coming back, we had to go through the entire process again. We're like trying to figure out what works. She tried the natural way. Um, then we tried chemo. We tried chemo pills. She tried radiation. And then it just, over time, just got. Worse. Worse. Yeah. So did they did they tell y'all like, hey, ain't nothing we can do? Um, they kind of did. I feel like they were leading up to that. Mm. And I feel like she sensed that. So when she sensed that, she kind of was like, I'm just done with everything. I don't want no more chemo. I don't want to take anything else. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want no more surgery. So I felt like she knew that they were leading up to that. Um, so she was just like, I'm leaving it in God's hands. So she never went back to the hospital and didn't get no more she, results? She went back to the hospital. She went to rehab and everything because my mom ended up becoming, um, paralyzed from Dang. the waist down because her, um, the cancer had went to her spine. Uh-huh. So, um, she ended up becoming paralyzed from the waist down, Dang. like being in a wheelchair and going to rehab. She was in rehab for, for months mm-hmm. and, um, she ended up getting an infection and going back to the hospital. And just from then on, when it was like, you know, it's getting worse. We can't, you know, she was just like, don't, don't even worry about it. Just send me home. So, so how did you handle the news once you found it out? Like, how did that affect you? Oh, that's something that nobody ever asked me because at first I was, I was, I was upset. Mm. I was upset at her actually okay. because I felt like she was giving up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was bothered. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, especially if you like, if you, 
you want to believe something could come out of it yeah. instead of like don't just stop something can happen that but we can I also out. you you can't be selfish about mm. a situation too because yeah, you know I, I wasn't the one going through it and feeling the pain and you know having all these thoughts you know so yeah. you know I even though it was like a lot for me as far as like trying to have like a personal life outside yeah. of taking care of her or helping her I, I didn't mind. I just wanted her to like just keep fighting. Like yeah. whatever it is that I gotta do, you know, I'ma do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't worry about me. Don't worry about Caleb. Like we're we're good. Yeah. But I just want you to keep fighting. And she was just like, I ain't taking another pill. They ain't cutting on me. They ain't doing nothing to me. Leave me alone. Up. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. And she was, okay. was clowning the whole time. Clowning the whole time. Oh, <laughs> Always. The last breath. Oh yeah. So still just carrying the same energy like Man. whatever. Yeah. She's a clown the whole oh, time. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's why you get that that uppity energy from well, your mom. I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh we was all at the hospital, me, Nikki, family, and I'm I'm talking about the very last <laughs> people would be saying, Yeah, you know. And she'll just be like, I'm like, now he knows. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> With Tony in that yeah. car. <laughs> and just whoever sitting next to her, two people sitting next to you, the only people that can hear it. So we just like, oh my God, like this lady do not stop. But yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's cool, though. Yeah. And when she was giving out her last, like, you do this for Tony, or Tony with some with that car, some with a car. <laughs> Something with that car with Tony, and she was giving out all her instructions, and she hit me with that. Nikki, you you better promise me you're going to keep up with Tion and look after her and Kate. And like, make sure she stay in church. Yep. Yeah, that's all right. So, we with you not having kids, how did that feel after that situation went on, like, stepping up for your brothers? How did you even find that to say, I'm going to do this? Um, I really didn't even think about it. I just, um, I just did it because I'm trying to, I'm trying to think if her last words to me were, Tiana, you better take care of my baby. And that was it. So, oh. I mean, what else is there to do after that? You it's know in what the I'm contract saying? at yeah, this point. Like, <laughs> that's that's what I'm supposed to do. Like I'm I'm the oldest, so yeah. you know I gotta hold it down. So when we moved from the city to you know the county, um, I found a place big enough for me and my brothers. Like mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Like you know, if I don't do nothing else, you know, I'm gonna make sure like they good. Like okay. they got a place to go. And Caleb gonna always be, you know, good as long as I'm her. Yeah, so. yeah. Right now that's your baby. Yeah, yeah. So I really didn't, um, you know, when I having kids, I ain't really think too much about it. I, I just look at look at it as God's plan because I, I lost two babies. So, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't able to take care of my own kids biologically, but, you know, maybe this is a way you can do that, but I'm gonna give you this yeah. and you, you, do your thing so yeah that makes sense because since this didn't happen i still have some for you yeah 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 so you treat them like even even the one <laughs> close to your twin still treat them like your baby yeah yeah <laughs> i do i do um you know i it's just what it is i don't even think about it yeah yeah like i mean that makes sense though because like you say for how you grew up in the house you grew up in that's what y'all was taught anyway yeah. like we take care of our guys yeah and, yeah and i'm sure the guys do something that they take care of y'all in their oh, own absolutely. way. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. So where you live now, that's where you moved to. Yeah, after oh, she yeah. passed, yeah. My grandmother, she let the house go, and uh, she went to uh, a retirement uh, place. And 
she she just so independent. She like, oh, if I knew it was this nice, I would have been got rid of that house, and y'all oh, yeah. would have been on y'all own. Like yeah, like yeah, right. But um, <laughs> yeah, right after my mom passed, a few months later, um, where we where we are now, mm-hmm. is we've been there since then. Do all y'all have the same dad? Oh God, no. Oh Mm-mm. yeah, that's how we are. So yeah. it's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. You know, back then that was normal to have different dads. Yeah. I guess when our parents were small, but. Beyond that, I know it's for your mom, and you definitely taking care of your brothers for them. But beyond that, like, what what else keep you pushing? Like, what else your motivation to take, make sure they good? Especially your younger brother. I know that's your your big thing right now. Um, I think where I'm at now, I've been there so long with both my brothers, especially my middle brother, the 35 year old. I want him to be able to. Um, you know, just get ahead, get on his feet, you know, mm. do what it is that he need to do to be independent because, you know, yeah, we still have my aunt, but, you know, mom isn't here. So mm-hmm. we don't have the house on Russell to just go back to. So I want him to, you know, just be independent, do the things that he needs to do to get ahead and stay ahead. Um, but really what keeps me going is, is, is Caleb. He got to be taken care of. He's still a child and, um, I'm, I'm here to just, you know, guide him and, you know, make sure he's staying on the right track, getting through school, oh, yeah, that's um, going to church and staying connected with, you know, people that support us, you know, y'all family, you know, it's like major, the support is real. Cause it takes a village to raise, if it's your biological child or a child that you then took on and took under your wing, like it takes a village. So like a child period. Yeah. Right? Just and kids these days, they wild out and do whatever it is that they want to do. So I'm just trying to keep myself together and always make sure I'm doing the right thing and being the right model for him. Yeah. So he could, you know, see that and make sure he's making the right decisions for his life. So before we wrap it up, what's like, What's, it, what's the, like, advice you can give somebody that's going through the same thing or find themselves in the same situation? Because, you know, this ain't this is something that's really common in life. People don't even they have they an idea about, about it. Yeah, you they know? don't talk about it. Um, that, too. Nobody really say much about it. Yeah, it's so much that people hold in, and, you know, they don't... Um, people don't talk about, like, the way they really feel, but it's important to keep, you know have a support system and have people that you could um, not really relate to, but I guess rely on. Like when you're having a a hard time or a down moment, because I have a lot of down moments. Like, you know, sometimes just the thought of her, it'll, you know, like bring me down or make me feel some type of way. So as long as you got people that you can rely on to pick you up, like, I know in the beginning, like, when she first passed, I was having a real hard time with, like, being around people. I would want to be home all the time. Oh, just, okay. You know, not really wanting to be social. And when she passed right around Mother's Day. So, I think Mother's Day and the day after, I think I slept for, like, two days. Mm. And I could just hear people coming in and out of my room just to, like, check on me. So, it's, you just got to find you a good support system people that you can rely on and you know that you can talk to um stay busy like find you something that you can get into something that you love and you know get you a support group okay and i i think what i what i um 
my biggest thing, because like my thought with with grandmama, you know what I mean? That was very, very close with me. But it's like, of course you have your moments and of course you have your days, certain days, you know, but it's like um, grief is a thief. And mm-hmm. it comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like people live in it. Like people pass away and it hurts, you know? And you got people you're close to, you you need to talk to, mm-hmm. you know, that'll be there at certain moments. But it's like, how do you move past that? You know? And Because it, it's not going to go away. It's, it's not, not going to go away. And you have but, to but figure out how to, to live. But you have to get past it, yeah. Yeah, because you can't waddle in your sadness. Like you, basically, you got people that stop life, you know, yeah. become bitter, become angry, become hating everybody around them because... And then when you and I and everybody took a loss, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everybody took a loss, but that's something I, I instilled in my kids. Like you, we don't stay there. Mm-hmm. We don't, we mm-hmm. don't stay there. You have your time, your moments, that's in your private time, but we don't just sit around walking with our head down. You know what I mean? Cause more, are, are you really that hurt or you need that attention? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what that's I mean? You, you have to find out, you have to keep moving. I can't make, you know, uh, their depth about my life. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean Even though it hurts. It's heavy and it's hard. And, you know, it. as time go on, as the years go by, you know, of course I'm not going to forget. It's, it's somehow it gets light. It just gets lighter. But if you need to have a time for, like, you know, grieving or, you know, crying, getting it out, I do a lot of that in my private time. Like when I'm, for some reason, like when I'm in a shower, like I feel, more, like, more yeah. vulnerable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and then when I'm done, it's back to business. Yeah. Like, you got to go to work. You got to go to church. You got to go to school. You know, you can't. Yeah. Life will pass you by. Yeah, you you, can't, you, it will pass you by. You, you know, you look that. back and it's like, I'm still, like, I don't I don't have to go post my daddy. I don't have to post my grandmama to make to let y'all know that right. I miss them. Right. I know what my damn heart <laughs> feel every day. Every you day, know, every, yeah. every time that, this is somebody I called every single day and don't let something be wrong with somebody I called. So I know what I carry. I know yeah. what I feel. It ain't for me to prove to the world that I love, I miss, or any of that. Mm-hmm. And people say, you would never get over that. That's a lie. You know, I don't think that you'll never stop thinking about it before it's just living in sadness every day. I Can't feel like that. you can because there is a God. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and if you look to him and you say, Lord, help me with this in our own strength, we can't. But I'm he t- said, I'm I give you peace that surpasses all understanding. I, I'm going to say something like how I know for a fact, there was a guy. Two two things actually. Um, when my mom came home on hospice, and every day I would just say like, "God, please don't let me ever walk in and I see my mom like struggling to breathe or you know having a hard time and there's nothing that I can do." You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think I she probably was home maybe two or three weeks. I don't I don't even know, but every day I just. If I leave the room, coming back, and I'm like, God, please don't let her. Don't let me walk mm-hmm. in and see her, you know, like, looking crazy yeah. or struggling to breathe yeah. or anything. And the night the night before she passed, um, she had kind of, like, stopped talking to us. Like, like giving us attitude a little bit, like, the week before. So I was like, Ma, uh, you want to watch a movie? And she was just like, mm-hmm. So I pulled the bed that she was in close to the bed that I was sleeping in. So she passed in her sleep. Because God knew I wouldn't be able to handle walking yeah. in to see her, like, You're struggling. having a hard time. Yeah. So, you know, the next morning we got up and I was like, thank you, God, because I, I wouldn't be able to handle that. And then when we moved um, to where we are now, um, I don't know how long we were there, but usually before I go to bed, I check windows, doors, you know, all this stuff. 
And the next morning, I think I told y'all about this. The next morning when I woke up, I was like in my bedroom, you can just tell if Caleb's TV is on, if his light is on, or if it's bright in his room. And I was like, dang, why is Caleb blinds and stuff open? And, you know, it's so bright in his room at 7 o'clock in the morning. Like, I knew he didn't have to get up or anything. So I get up, and I go in Caleb's room, and his window was up, and his curtain was kind of, like, blowing back. So I closed the window, and I went downstairs, and I asked my 35-year-old brother, I'm like, did you come upstairs and, like, open Caleb's window? And he was like, no, like, why would I come upstairs and open his window? Open his window? You know, yeah. I'm pretty much not up there at all. But he was like, nah. So I was just like, I wonder if that was my mom's spirit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because how would his window be up and just, it, it, it like, the vision of it, it was just like, a moment. Yeah, I know a moment. my kids are okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It felt like she came to your house, yeah. the new place. In the, in the middle of the night, yeah. yeah. Kind of blessed it for yep, you. Yep, yep. There you go. That was one of my wishes too, and I knew that was my grandma' wish, and my wish for her was to not to suffer. Yeah, you know, I, to I the point where to we that. had to wipe her butt, or and, and you had to do that, but she still had her whole personality. Oh yeah, you know, Kim still had her whole personality to the end, but like grandma, like, and then the way that she left, you know, it was just like, and it happened so fast, but it was like she ain't suffer because she was that one we always depend on, and I couldn't mm-hmm. even see her to the point, and I know she wasn't. As I said at her home, going like she came here to serve, not to be served. Mm-hmm. Like, God, you come and get me because they not finna wipe they my finna butt. Be- they not finna mm-hmm. feed me. Like, take me up out of her, you know. And, and I do appreciate that that she, we didn't have to see her to that in that type of form, in that sense. Like, yeah. Because she did. Even when we was over there, she held up pretty good. Yeah. Through the whole time, and when everybody left, that's when she passed. Yeah. Like she like held herself strong enough to say, okay, y'all, y'all gone. Let me. So yeah. That's how that's how my mom was like when Caleb would come like when she was home and not in the hospital when he would come home from school, she didn't want him to like see her a certain kind of way. Like, you know, looking sick or, you know, not interacting. So yeah, she was just like, you know, I know like I know my time coming and she was like, I want him to go to school during the summer. So when I do pass, I don't want him to see them taking me out so oh. send him to school and when it he happened went, just it, that it way ha- it happened just that way so, he went to school one day and she yeah she went on yep right and you said you was you was sleep next to her yeah like my back was turned turned towards her and she was turned towards me mm-hmm. and we was facing this way and next morning we got up and you just said hey, you told him that he go and go to school or he just get up and go to school itself um, no, I got him up for school. Oh, yeah. I got him up for school. I think before I, you know, did anything with her, I got him. Oh, so yeah. everything was already like, dang. Mm-hmm. dang that, was, that had to be a feeling. Yeah, yeah. But I, I had to do what my mom asked, you know, it was. No, that's special. Yeah, that's that's you know, a good feeling. Even on her dying bed, like, I can't, I can't be disobedient. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever she asked, whatever she wanted. Yeah. That's just what that's I something did. to carry forever, though. Like yeah. I, I did exactly what she asked me to do. But I don't know how, like, if Caleb would ever resent me for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how? I don't know. I guess it's something you. I remember him coming home, you know. But it's something you would just tell him. This is what Mama told me to do. Yeah, she didn't want I, you hurt. You know, if he ever, he probably never even thought of it that way, you know. But if he do, you like this is what Mama said do. I just did my job. Like I did yeah. my part. Yeah. That was it. I mean, that's big. I never knew that. That's. That's something. Yeah. And you, 
that's something. That's special. She was like, just get my baby out of here. Get him out of here. I don't want them to see. I don't want him to see me, see them, you know, carrying me out. So, I said, yes, ma'am. There you go. Okay. So, like she say, man, it's great support system. Yeah. Keep yourself. Get you a team. Yeah. There you go. Keep yourself busy. Not busy to a point you're too busy, but busy enough that it'll keep your mind off of. Yeah, and allow yourself to feel. Because you got to face it. Yeah, Yeah. you got to face it. You need to face it and deal with it. And it's okay to feel. Like, people so, you know, they want to be, you know, I'm cool, I'm cool. No, you really feeling some kind of way. So you might need some alone time and and, and sit in those feelings and, They probably keep you up and going. Because, like I say, when I see you, your energy be spunked all the time. So whatever you do, in private to get yourself together you do a pretty good job once you come out yeah. to the world like hey what's up i'm back and then i don't want my heavy energy what i'm going through and what i'm dealing with you know to be weighing on other people or mess up the vibe or you know i just i want to live life a healthy yeah. life you know life goes on you know yeah. after you know a death it's hard you know because of the people that you they live they leave behind but you know you gotta move on you gotta keep going you gotta keep going. Or life don't go on. They they stuck and in they stuck right year. there. Yeah. You know, and, and can't move past that. And it's like, and now what? But and, and then that that bring like stress and all the drama, all that stuff, that brings yeah. sickness and yeah. uh, most like, definitely. Yeah. Mm-mm. But other than that, man, we'll wrap it up with that. We appreciate Tion for rap. coming in. Uh <laughs> Nikki HG, you know how she do it. Uh other than that, peace out. Talk to you later. Peace out.